Welcome to the SAPTA podcast. I'm Amelia Sullivan. One of the many wonderful things about the physical therapy profession is the amazing breadth of opportunities one has just by entering this profession. Sure, you can graduate, become a PT or PTA, and spend your career in a clinic, but you can also become a researcher, a teacher, a legislative advocate, or even find yourself in the field of IT working with EMRs. And those are just a few examples. As a physical therapist for 25 years, Vicki Landers has reinvented herself professionally many times over. And in this episode, we talk about her career journey, but also how listeners can discover and explore their own career paths. She even gives tips as to questions listeners can ask themselves to help them get started. Here's our conversation with Vicki. Uh, so welcome to the podcast, Vicki. Uh, let's jump right in and have you tell listeners where you are currently in your career. Well, right now I live in North Kansas City, Missouri, and I my day job is that I'm an application analyst for a local hospital um, where I do all of the software support for the home care department. Um, and so that's for PTs, OTs, speech, nurses, home health aides, um, and that's my day job. But I also have a couple little small businesses. Um, one of them is a fitness program uh, that I call 50 Plus Fitness, where I work with people sort of around their chronic diseases and um, to help them exercise and um, sort of mitigate their body's chronic disease and you know, help sort of reduce some of the sequelae and um, maybe in, you know, improve function along the way. And then I'm also a certified professional coach and I have a business called In Progress Coaching where I mostly work with healthcare professionals um, on leadership development and trying to help them figure out what they're really passionate about and what they wanna do next with their careers. Great to have you here, Vicki. Uh, for listeners, when I ask Vicki's current position and title, that's because Vicki is a bit of a woman reinvented professionally uh, many times over and you'll hear more about that in just a minute. And that's what we, um, you know, want to dive into today, how your professional training and skills as a PT or PTA, in Vicki's case, a PT, uh, prepare you uh, to do so much more than just have a career in the clinic. Um, so I'll also note one more thing. Vicki wrote an APTA Perspectives blog post for us last month uh, about the same topic. It's entitled, uh, No One Way to Be a PT. And you can find that on APTA.org and we'll put that on the podcast show page. So Vicki, give us the Cliff Notes version of your career path and career journey. And like I said, for listeners, she goes into way more detail on the blog, so you can read more there, but Cliff Notes version for the, for the podcast. So I was initially a clinic PT from 93 to, oh, I don't really know the end date of actually doing direct patient care in the medical model, um, but I've also done... So a clinic PT, I worked in acute care, I worked in rehab, I worked in outpatient. Um, I have done uh, leadership where I have led um, 30, around 30 clinical staff as their supervisor. Um, I have owned small businesses where I do fitness instruction. Um, and somewhere along the line, I um, got into software uh, support for clinical staff. I'm not an IT person. I am a IT person who helps translate um, IT to clinical and clinical to IT. The passion for me is about helping clinical staff um, do their jobs better and more efficiently. Um, but I also happen to teach uh, a 
chronic disease and exercise class for a local university, um, Rockhurst University, for undergrad students, 95% um, of which plan to go to PT or OT school. And so it's very much geared towards what, what would they, what will help them uh, do a better job as a PT or an OT. And I've also taught as a, a clinical or an instructor for a couple of continuing education companies over the course of my life, which is where I discovered that I really love to stand in front of people and teach them things. My favorite thing to say when I'm talking in front of people is the whole point of me talking and sharing information is to help you do something different, know something different, so that when you leave whatever presentation I'm doing, it kind of improves your perspective in either patient care or leadership or your next life plan. So that's, I think, a nutshell of everything that I've done in the, in the 25 plus years I've been a PT. So I guess that'll lead me to my next question. Obviously, you started out as a PT. Um, so how do you think being a PT first helped you and then allowed you to pursue all these other paths? And I'm just thinking of qualities, characteristics, things like that. So I, well, first of all, I think it helped with focus, you know, just PT school in and of itself was really challenging. And the things that we learn about human function and how to, how to evaluate normal versus abnormal and then figuring out root cause, that whole thinking process has applied to pretty much everything I've done in my life. Um, you know, what do we do? Somebody brings us a problem. We figure out what the real problem is um, help them identify ways to fix it and um, using our expertise, but also using our communication skills. I think so much of being a PT is about how we work with other human beings and it's how you listen to what they're saying, but it's not just listening to what they're saying. It's also listening to what they're not saying and really identifying what's going on. And, you know, I learned that initially by being a PT and working with human beings. And then, you know, that translates into working with um, staff and helping lead staff and understanding, um, you know, again, it's not just what people say, but it's also what people don't say. Um, and so, you know, being a PT gave me, has given me that opportunity to interact with so many people. Um, and that's, I think that's where it all started from. So flipping the question around, how do you think all these different things that you've done currently doing um, have helped you become a better PT? So I think all of it really ties together to um, knowing that everybody I work with is a, um, an N of one. We can, we can understand research and we can understand the literature and we can put it all together, but the physiologic research that's out there doesn't necessarily tell you what the motivation is for the person. Um, so everything that I've done and all of the stuff that I read, um, you know, going from thinking like uh, therapeutic alliance and motivational interviewing techniques is understanding that the physiology is really important, but the motivation of the person in front of us, that's where we're going to get our outcomes, is really understanding how to tap into their motivation and their willingness to do or not do what I recommend. And I actually have a really good example of this. So I saw one of my fitness clients last night. And I usually see them about every four to six weeks and upgrade programs. And she's, she says, well, I didn't do any of those stretches that you told me to do. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, tell me about that. You know, there's no chastising. There's no judgment. There's no, she was being honest with me and I was going to listen to what was going on. And so we 
we discovered why she didn't do them and that that there were other things that were going to be more meaningful to her and so we changed it up um, and i think that comes with experience and understanding that if that an exercise not done it's not relevant if it's the best exercise ever if they don't do it we got to come up with something different yeah and that's just so uh something you could so much apply to just general pt practice um so okay so now thinking about our listeners um and you like you've gone through like all these different things that you've done or are doing how do you think listeners should assess how they can or should reinvent themselves professionally so thinking of just you know questions they should ask themselves or where they should start if they're thinking about kind of doing something different you know i think it starts with or at least for me it's really looking at what excites me um and sometimes we don't even recognize that we don't we either don't recognize that we're not excited or we don't recognize those things that bring us joy and that sounds a little trite i know um but it's that you know what what is it that that you look forward to and taking a look at those kinds of things and and using that as a jumping jumping off point for maybe reconsidering what you're doing um, you know, some people get really excited about seeing a pediatric patient, but don't want to see the geriatric somebody who's a geriatric patient, and you get the the vice versa. Looking at that on a day to day basis, you know, do you get excited by educating a patient, or do you get excited by putting your hands on them and feeling what's going on with them? You know, really stopping and taking those moments to identify what excites you, so that you can um, start to look into that. I think is a really a nice place to start because all of this start, starts within you. Um, and that was what happened for me when I discovered I loved to teach. I was like, oh, look at this. This is so much fun. I love this. This energizes me and excites me. Maybe I should look for more opportunities to do this. Did you feel like you really tapped into like mentors or your network or, um, you know, online research? Like what was the thing that kind of was like, yeah, I should definitely pursue this? Um, so I'm a kind of person who sees opportunity in everything. And so that can be used to my benefit or to my detriment. <laughs> um, and so what, what I did was when something excited me, I just, I would say yes to those opportunities. And then I would learn from the people who were already doing them. Um, so I know that there's absolute value in having mentors. I have some good friends who I would, they're, they're close friends, but they're also mentors because I can run any idea by them and they can be like, that doesn't fit you or have you thought about it this way? So having people to bounce ideas off of, um, whether it's coworkers or um, your employer, your, your leadership team um, or your friends, I, I think everybody kind of does it in their own way. Um, one of the things that I've done is I, I take classes. So there's, you know, there's, oh my gosh, the pandemic had did so much for like online education, but you know, Coursera and Udemy, you can, or you're just general continuing ed, something interests you, go take a class and see how much it really interests you. That's a good way. And you can do it fairly inexpensive too. And now for a quick break. Throughout 2021, we're hosting the APTA Centennial Lecture Series. Earn CEUs while exploring topics like clinical practice, payment, and practice management. Upcoming is our June lecture on managing vestibular disorders. Visit centennial.apta.org 
slash celebrate to learn more and register. And now let's return to the show. So thinking about giving advice to a PT or PTA uh, who may be listening to this and feeling stuck, right? Like maybe they're burnt out. Uh, maybe they're just, you know, they're not really sure what excites them or, um, you know, what questions to ask of themselves. So where do you, in addition to what everything you just mentioned to that person, who's not really sure where to start, what do you say to them? Um, so what I say is find yourself a coach, <laughs> literally, because um, people don't really know what coaching is or does, but a career coach, coaches don't um, tell you what to do. They help you explore and ask you really good questions. So if you can just find somebody who asks you really good questions about what you love um, and start asking yourself, why am I a PT? Why do I do what I do? And then when you answer that question, ask yourself, well, why do I do, why do I want to do that? And really get to the crux. Um, Simon Sinek has this great book. It's the why behind the why. And really looking at why you're doing what you're doing may give you an answer as to what you want to do next. Um, because that why is really speaks to what, what feeds you. And if, you know, if being an educator, maybe going into academia or going into leadership or digging even deeper into your specialty practice um, sort of sparks you, then you can start to go down that path. But it, it's, it starts with questions, asking yourself or having somebody ask you questions um, so that you can get a little bit more clarity. We all know what works for us, but sometimes knowing it in our heart doesn't necessarily translate to knowing it in our head. Um, so it's you know, my first, my, my suggestion is find somebody who asks you really good questions um, so that you can start to figure out what's, what's going to be right for you. So you're a coach, like what are some of the questions that you would offer to, to listeners, you know, maybe one or two questions um, that might make them start having these thoughts or, you know, kind of go through that mental exercise. So the first one I would ask is, why did I become a PT? Go back to the beginning and ask that question because there are lots of different things that drive people to PT and ask yourself which thing it was that sent you there and then find out, you know, then continue to ask, so is what I'm doing now related to why I became a PT or a PTA? Um, and so that's a big one. Um, I would also start to take a look at how people feel before you're going to work in the morning. So just take a, take an assessment of what are you thinking? What are you feeling um, before your job? Is it a drain or is it an energy? Um, and taking a look at that and, and starting to ask yourself that question about what really lights me up. And they seem like simple questions and they're not, they can be, they can be very difficult to really identify if we've been going through motions um, for a number of years. And so really getting back to the basics of, of what we're doing and why we're doing it. Yeah. I mean, so, um, you know, when you think about it, we're, we're adults and we have to make money and make a living somehow. And if you love it or not. And so, you know, thinking about those questions and thinking about how that's a realistic thing that you could pursue is a completely different conversation to have. Um, another question I wanted to ask you was about being part of a profession that has so many like 
like you demonstrated paths or things that you could do with it or things that you know you could pursue you know thinking about some careers and some jobs it's you study the thing you go to college you graduate you become the thing and that's it um so what does it mean to you to be part of a profession that's so wide i guess well we're gonna start with i think i'm really lucky that my mom said you should be a pt because it is amazing um you know we can go into we can do so many different things because it's the way we're trained to think that i think translates to so many different opportunities we're trained to think critically about a, a problem or a situation and you know think about what are the possible interventions that make a difference so i i just think that the way we're trained to think is such a blessing um, because we can translate it into so many different different avenues. And, you know, it's fun to think about. So in my career, I have treated less than 10 pediatric patients. Um, not my thing, not my forte, but for some people who are PTs, that is the thing that is their forte. And I just, I think it's so fascinating that we can have so many different paths. And it's just, it's, I stumbled into this because my mom made a really wise statement. And so I just feel like we're all very blessed to have gotten where we are. And people who are just starting out, um, it's important to recognize that you do have lots of options. You know, Get some clinical practice under your belt so you really understand what it's like to work with people and to problem solve and to get frustrated. Um, get that under your belt and then, and then start to take a look at what other options if you're if you want other options, they're absolutely there. So what's next for you, Vicki? I mean, are you, you seem like someone who's always needing to do something, reinvent yourself, you know, I, I'm making that assumption. Uh, so what's next for you? Well, um, I plan on continuing to teach at Rockhurst because I really love doing that. I've had the opportunity to learn a new online platform. Thank you, pandemic. Um, and so growing my skill in teaching online, I think is really important to me. Um, understanding educational theory and practice is important to me. Um, growing my coaching business and being able to help more healthcare providers. I think, I just think there's such a need for that. And I, I really wanna do that because this last year has been really tough on so many people. Um, and so that's sort of my my overarching direction right now is, is better education for myself and for other people and um, growing my coaching practice. Okay, Vicki, so last thing, uh, any advice for listeners thinking either the new grad or someone who's well into their career and established, uh, what would you say to them? I would say life is very short. When something sparks your interest, go take a look at it because it's worth, it's worth looking at if it excites you. Vicki, thank you so much for joining the podcast. That was great. Thank you so much for having me. I'm this opportunity to kind of share my story with other people. I hope that it inspires, educates, enlightens, and, and helps people, you know, understand that all of us have a different path and that we all have choices. And I'm excited to hear what kind of choices our, our the listeners might have in their lives. To read Vicki's APTA Perspectives blog post, No One Way to Be a PT visit APTA.org. APTA podcasts like this one are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify, or by visiting APTA.org slash podcasts. I'm Amelia Sullivan. Thanks for listening.